Joe. Go, go, Joe. Go, go, Joe. Hello, and welcome back to the Go, 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 Joe podcast. I am your one of your hosts, Abital. <laughs> and I'm Abigail. The other host. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so, we are back today with Joseph's Dreams, another one that is consistent amongst all versions from the original. Let's get into it. So, it's these, this is kind of two songs just like smushed into one. Sure. But I mean, that's a lot of them. No. <laughs> I mean, specifically, like, this is considered one track, but they're two very different, like, parts right. of the song. Like, okay. There's a, a clean break in the middle throughout basically every version, even the ones that kind of are less yeah. jazzy. Okay, so we start off moving from the applause of Joseph's coat into close up of who else? My wife, Maria Friedman. <laughs> And the brothers around her. Yeah, they're all around her, and it, it should be a bit, you know, make you a bit nervous to see a woman surrounded by seven big men. Seven? Uh, I couldn't say eleven for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think four of them are quite small. <laughs> small? <laughs> you, will, you will get that, mo- that in a moment. So... Um, the aggressive lip syncing is just like the sound it's so aggressive that like you know that there's no way that the sound is actually from the, the area because like their mouths are making such sharp vowels and, like but what makes us mad all the things like their teeth are gnashing their brows are falling they're acting and <laughs> Two words. Gimp ballerinas. I I don't get it. I love it. I've loved it since I was a small child. I think it's the most beautiful thing. Gimp ballerinas were during the first dream. They're facing the front and they have just cardboard... You say gimp. I think blue man group. Fair. Not that much better, to be honest. Um, when did the Blue Man Group start? I have no idea. Uh, if it was like the same time, I think it was definitely. Well, I, I guess it depends that. on whether this this product this this the costume choices from the uh, revival or was it made for the movie? We will never know because there are no clips of this yeah. scene. Uh, Wait, but we can watch the mega mix and see if if there was any. I don't recall it. Yeah. <laughs> but if if we do find it, we will update in the second half. Anyway, lots of dry ice. Lots of dry ice. Lots of smoke. Everything's very ethereal. I noticed that this is the one scene that like doesn't really take place in a location. Yeah, it's it's a dream. It is a dream, but it is also it, this is Inception basically. It's it, a dream. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like a little stage on the stage that's not really a stage. And then there are also it's like stairs. Yeah. <laughs> This it's like a sort of trapezoid shape. It's so weird. Uh, very blue. Yeah. Lots of dry ice on the front. Joseph standing there, and he's surrounded by his gimp ballerinas. Blue man group. Gimp ballerinas, <laughs> and like this is, I can say like pretty confidently that the costume design for the most part is good. What in the world 
are these cheap ass tutus with a cardboard sheaf of like wheat bunch in the front and just this big plastic star in the back. I think it's evoking like the homemade costumes you'd get for a school play. Sure, know? I would buy that if that had had any consistency with the rest of the costumes. <laughs> Look, Joseph doesn't have a lot of imagination. He has really boring dreams. Oh, speaking of not a lot of <laughs> imagination, Donny Osmond's acting. We will bring this up a lot. He's just moving and making the expressions that I believe he believes that like <laughs> an 18 year old might make. Yeah. But he ends up just looking like a kid. Yeah, we've discussed this. Donny Osmond doesn't know what real adolescence was supposed to be like. He yeah. didn't have one. And he's like trying to be like, you know, this arrogant kid, but he, like this arrogant teenager is like, oh my god, I'm like so, so much the best. But he just looks like... Like he's trying to portray a twelve-year-old, maybe at most. At most, it's yeah. so weird. And then, so he sings about his dream. Yours were great, I'm second rate, I'm really rather small. And he makes this little, like you know, he makes a little space between his fingers. And then I swear to you, I swear to you, ever since I was a kid, I saw it. He like really quickly before the cut, like moves to eat it, but he's not eating anything. He just has a space between his fingers. But if you watch it in slow motion, do you think? Donny Osmond doesn't know that it's a penis joke? I think he does, and that he expected the editors to cut it out. Ah, you think this was a joke bit, but they, they just put it in. That, like, because it's just a split second where it looks like he's about to go like, oh, to this empty space he's created. <laughs> and I, I swear, I swear that that's what happens. <laughs> and then... Haha, ha, nice dick joke. All the brothers come up from this random banister that came from the middle of nowhere. All like small. And then yeah, and then you follow them up the stairs. Yes, great. Oh, the following this tracking shot up the stairs is so wonderful because every single one of the brothers is not only acting, <laughs> but each of them also has a different intention. <laughs> and like each of them is bringing this from a different place one from a place of malice one from a place of like boredom one from a place of pure rage some from a place of just like flippant annoyance one from a place of pondering like this is a masterclass on how you can do the same in like same sentence different intentions and then back to Donny Osmond the perfect example of how not to do intentions <laughs> because every time he does anything it's like I wonder, maybe, a post in government, a ministry, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's interpreting his dreams as well, which, um, I mean, it's a lot to get that out of those dreams. Like, yeah. You know, some corn in a field bowed down to you and then some stars bowed down to you. It's, it's a stretch. It, well, that's, I guess, more of a biblical critique then. No, sure. Um, I'm trying to remember from the text whether he actually says... Whether he interprets that, whether or whether he, they interpret his interpretation. Yeah. I, don't, I'm, I didn't check before this. Don't remember. Do not recall. This movie has influenced my perception of the Bible <laughs> far too much than I should yeah. have let it. And just, just his... It made me wonder why he put such a strong H there. For no reason. It doesn't come back. It's just wonder why. While well, he's looking like, yes, I'm wondering. I'm thinking about things. <laughs> the 
this man and his acting. Oh my goodness. I really like the the little tutu bit. Oh right, my seven year old self really likes <laughs> the bit where the ballet dancers all turn around because they have the she- the sheaf of corn on the front and then they turn around and they've got the star on the back. It's it's clever. No, it's clever. I think I'm just <laughs> listen. As we've established and we will continue establishing, this show is way more aggressive. This film is way more aggressively sexual than it should be so i can't see these gimp ballerinas and not think of them as explicitly gimp ballerinas especially when we have the next part of the scene coming up just because you can't see their faces and they're completely covered head to toe in something blue it's a gimp suit except accept it (laughs) the tutus (laughs) and then we have the second half of the song, which again, as I said in the beginning, is just so different. And through the years, through the different adaptations and different interpretations and different musical arrangements, it's become a lot more of its own distinct thing, like being a lot more bluesy and and having, you know, the saxophone playing. Yeah. And this choreography is 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 I it's iconic. It's perfect all of the brothers are again mugging as if they're shooting for the cheap seats because well you've got to get into it you've got the narrator being carried in like the queen she is yes. <laughs> yes. um by the brothers sort of holding her up kind of above their shoulders and carrying her in and she's swept along yeah. into this much much more fun bit there's rather than the little ballet dancer scene. Yeah, and like, I love it because there's no reason for her to be there. She doesn't <laughs> sing. That's true. But she's just there having a wonderful time and putting the best faces along with the brothers. Oh my god. And then they all like spread into a triangle and she like touches all their chests and her left hand lingers on the boob window. And I just wrote, Yes, Maria, touch the titty. <laughs> You get that Zebulon boob window. It's there for a reason. <laughs> and like this whole, this whole number is like, I, I, I assume that Maria's intention was to like ham it up for like the kitties, but it's all really sexual. It's so sexual. This is like a reverse harem situation going on. Like, I don't think Maria Friedman had relations with any of these men. I believe the narrator <laughs> has had relations with every single person on set that day. And she is just there for her own pleasure. She doesn't care what anyone else is getting out of this. No, That's not the point. No, they're all mad. They see, jo- <laughs> they see Joseph walking by. <laughs> so the first time he walks by, as they're doing their little number and snapping their fingers, mm-hmm. um, I thought he was carrying the Bible and he was looking through for the bit because that comes up a few times. But now, what is it? It's just a the book of dreams yeah yeah jokes <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's called the dream coat clearly even the coat doesn't give him powers he's no. making this up as he goes along he can't interpret dreams mm-hmm. we'll see later with pharaoh and and more dreams it, he's got no special powers going on no it is all it is all just handed to him by the plot <laughs> 
He's walking by reading this book with this face of like, yeah, oh, I am reading. I am, my <laughs> eyes are looking upon words and I am interpreting. Yes. <laughs> it's like so weird. And then, what if he's right all along? And the snapping, Bob Fosse could never. <laughs> they're snapping, they're turning, they're all in it. And then at the end of this little... And then they calm it down when he goes past. But right before, right before, <laughs> right before she like strokes three of the brothers and like shimmies. And then, what if he's right all along? And she ends with her arms up and then like... This, like, it legitimately looks like she has just had an orgasm. Like, she's just like... (laughs) And, like, her arms are coming down while one of the brothers is, like, behind her, like, with his hands on her. And I'm like, dude, stop groping her. But she's just really getting off on their distress. And that's fine. Yeah. Like you said, she's here for her own pleasure. And they're just, like, feeding into it. And it's so weird. And, (laughs) like, and, and they go in the accuracy of the dreams. Like... She's delirious in her after after orgasmic experience. Like she's high off of what's happening here, <laughs> and they're just dancing kind of around her. They've got around their arms over her and stuff. And then Joseph comes back <laughs> with the book of dreams and an ice cream, a nighttime ice cream, a big plastic <laughs> foam thing of ice cream where he just like walks by like fake licking it and then he like turns to the brothers who are all staring at him like they want to murder him and the narrator like smiles and he like waves and they're like hey guys <laughs> and then walks off and then they turn the dreamer 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 has to go maria friedman drops her blazers i see her shoulders and i am gay <laughs> okay so after listening to each version of this <laughs> that is relevant in chronological order. Some interesting conclusions. Yeah. Um, so there was a lyric change. Mm. In the original version, um, up from 1969 through 1974, the lyrics of the first dream was, I dreamt that in the fields one day at corn collecting time, um, and that's before it got, um, after that it got changed to, I dreamed, well, the American version, <laughs> I dreamed that in the field one day, the corn gave me a sigh. And you know what, now that I say them back to back, I'm not sure which is worse. Because <laughs> like the corn gave me a sign is really stupid when you think about it. Um, yeah, I mean it is a dream. But like... I dreamed that in the field one day at corn collecting time makes a lot more sense than I think about it. Right. Tim, why? I mean, maybe maybe they wanted to make it more mystical. Maybe. Tim, I have, I have questions. Yeah. You um, should have gone with your first instinct, right? <laughs> probably, one. yeah. So the original, original, original version from 1969, <laughs> it doesn't have the narrator and the brothers singing like the in-between parts of Joseph Dreams. It has the children. The kids choir. The kids choir. Singing. Which makes sense. Joseph's heart and heart his brothers but what made them mad. And it's all in third person. So that's something that was changed already between 1969 and 1972. 
they nixed the kids' choir in that moment and just gave it to the narrator. Well, I mean, when it started, it was for the kids to do, so... True, but then they also still, most of it was done by the narrator. So it's, it's, still, it's still a notable difference. Yeah, yeah. Still a notable difference. And the jazzy part has always been jazzy. <laughs> it's always been like, yeah. Like in a lot of the versions, you can hear the snaps of the choreo. Um, in the 1969 version, there's only, and the 1972 version, there's only one verse of the jazzy part. It goes right to the dreams are more than crystal clear. The whole first verse was written later. Um, probably for Broadway, I would assume. Yeah. Um, well, the 72 version is the one that's really um, what they used for the first TV um, production. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it's the same thing. One verse. Difference is, in the 1969 version, it's the narrator singing this part. Yeah. Also, third person, whereas already by the time we get to 72, 73, 74, it's the brother singing it. <laughs> Delightfully. And there are no, barely any harmonies. There are barely any harmonies. Like, I think only in the dreams, of course, will not come true. Uh, like, it's really mostly just all in unison, which is... Bad, and I'm glad they changed it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like honestly, I'm, I'm glad that they, they changed that. Uh, would you like to describe what happened in the television version in 1972? Uh, it's, it's lots of fun. Well, first of all, I would like to point out that the brothers are wearing their sheepskin coats, which, if you remember from a previous episode, that, that annoyed me that Joseph was, was not wearing his sheepskin coat in the, uh, the Donny Osmond version. Um, but they're, they're all still wearing theirs, and Joseph was wearing one before, mm -hmm. so that, that made me feel good. Lyrical consistency. <laughs> um, and um, instead of having your gimp ballerinas... Thank you, Tim. <laughs> um, it's the brothers who are doing the little dance. They don't have a cardboard sheaf of corn on the front of them. Um, they don't have anything to present that. But suddenly, when they get to the second dream, they realize, oh, we can do, we can, <laughs> we can do a little, we can do a little dance. Um, they've got these pieces of mirror on their hands, maybe, and yeah. they're flashing them. <laughs> and then they're also moving their hands down to make it look like the, the stars are bowing when, when they talk about that. And there's like one guy in the background just spinning. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's so good. Um, the choreography is not super consistent on this. Should we be polite? Let's be nice. Let's yeah. be nice. Um, yeah, there was just one moment after this where the brothers are doing the bit where they talk about how much they hate Joseph and want him to go away. Um, where one of them seems to have this idea that, that there's... It looks like a very slowed down kind of Russian dance where you stick your legs out and you stick your hand in the air. I miss that. And he's he's kind of doing that a couple of times and then someone else seems to see him do it and have a go and then they give up. And then another person sees him have a go and also tries it out. But there's not a lot of consistency, as I said. Who needs it? Yeah. Who um, needs it when you all look so delightful? <laughs> It's so good. Moving on to the Broadway version. Um, so we already have the official 
moved from dreamt to dreamed because yeah. America. And let me just say, the funky ass guitar that they had <laughs> in the jazz section, it was like, wow, 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 wow. and the horns are immaculate. Oh my God, it's so silly, but in the funnest <laughs> way. And you hear the little, so you're, you've got your West Side Story snaps in You there. know it's nighttime, and all the cool kids have come out to play. Yeah. And I do say want to say that the uh, Broadway Joseph is actually quite pleasant. I definitely like him a lot more than Jason Donovan. <laughs> There's something about his voice that's really starting to irk me. It's just very broad for no reason. I mean, it's... it's uh... I guess that's what 90s pop... Australian pop was. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna say, I'm gonna put a little bit of the blame on being Australian. <laughs> and a little bit on it, on him just not being a stage actor. Yeah, yeah, but In I any still way. don't like it. Oh, <laughs> I'm just making excuses. Yeah. No one needs to say they like it. It's yes. not my favourite version either. Another thing that's important to note, important, nothing here is important, nothing matters, but... <laughs> <laughs> this is our reason for living. Is it's true. What is important to note is that the um, penis joke <laughs> of really rather small oh, yeah. is an original joke. Just the way it was told has evolved in the 1972 filmed version after he says and really rather small. Oh yeah, it's, it's very much a visual gag yes, rather it, than them exclaiming small. <laughs> They all like look down at themselves and be like, hum, 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 hum. yeah. But then it's, in the, it's much more subtle. Yeah, and then <laughs> in the '91 version, we, I guess we don't have any room for subtlety now that Jason Donovan is here. So we all say small. Um, this is also the version that introduced the uh, the dreams. Of course, will not come true. That is, we think they will come true. At least we hope they will come true. What if he's right all along? Nice harmony. Uh, and this, uh, as if anybody who does music is listening to this, is the subito piano, the suddenly quiet. Uh, and I like it. Like, I don't know if they do the visual gag here where he walks across the stage, so they have to quiet down so that they won't hear him, he won't hear them. But I think it's cute. I think generally using volume dynamics for things is something that's a bit underutilized, uh, so I like it as a gag. And um, this is the version that has started the repeating at the end of the dreamer, dreamer, the dreamer, dreamer. And I like it because it builds tension and it makes you feel like, oh, these brothers are gonna fucking do something. It also feels like it's a different song to the whole musical that's a song which yes. is good like it, it really stands out and you get like these dramatic disembodied female voices adding harmony again the narrator isn't singing this it's random female voices that come out of nowhere she's maybe she's just there to gurn and to have a good time yeah maybe it's the gimp ballerinas we're singing <laughs> i don't know um and then do you think, do you think it's all the concubines maybe <laughs> maybe they're in the gimp ballerina suits <laughs> i mean um and something that i was i was delighted <laughs> to hear is that in the 1992 Canadian cast, which is where Donny Osmond originally started, there isn't the small gag, but he does indeed say, wonder why. Look, he read the lyrics and there's an H in it. Right there, what do you mean? 
Um, and something that sets apart the film version actually is the little transition that they have between the first part and the second part where they're carrying in the narrator. There's like this little like piano like do 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 and then they have like the da 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 and yes, they do the repeat like in the 91 version, but it's like so good and intense and bam at the end. So overall, I think this is a very confused song. <laughs> It has, it, it or did has, it just confuse you? Well, in a lot of ways. Both. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> speaking from like a song perspective, I understand it. It's utility for the story, and I understand wanting to put the jazz in there. What I don't understand is why it's one song. Like, I get that there isn't really much material in either part of the scene to make them full separate songs, but like, they're just so tonally different and I think actually adding that little time to transition in the film was a good choice because when it goes like right into uh, a ministry or two but the dreams are more than crystal clear it's a little much um, especially when right from the beginning everybody is singing on beat we will not be stopped <laughs> stepping away from the beat everybody just like Da, 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 no da. changes. No changes, no shifting, no syncopot, no. You will stay on the beat. Uh, I think it's cute. I think the way they did it in the film is... Um, my, my instinct is to sort of rationalize these things and you get this sort of... If it's not Donny Osmond, you get this feeling of this is a kid, this is his dream, it's a little bit innocenty, and then it gets a bit darker and a bit more sexy with the actual adult brothers. Sure. But, you know, still that's weird, just an excuse. Still a weird decision. My brain also, came up with. We did look up the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a quick, I just had a quick look because I was pretty sure Joseph doesn't actually interpret these dreams. And I was right. Yay! In the text. Um, he tells the first dream, the brothers go, shh, we hate you. I, I think they just think it, but that's what's in the text. And then he tells the second dream, also he tells the dream to his dad, who says, shut up, you little idiot. Don't <laughs> tell your brothers. What do you think you're gonna... And, and Jacob is the one who interprets it in a kind of sarcastic way. What do you think that we're all going to be bowing down to you? Um, so it, it's not... It's just an annoying 17-year-old telling his dreams and nobody wants to hear them, which is just life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's, a, here's a little pro-life tip. Don't talk about your dreams because nobody cares. Like, your, your, your dreams you dream at night, not, like, your aspirations. Like, no. Unless you have a dream about somebody that's, like, funny. Unless you can concisely say, like, a plot of a dream. Yeah. Don't talk about your dreams. Yeah, if you've turned it into a little story that takes less than two minutes to tell, and it's funny, the funny bit is important, yes. um, then just don't. Yeah. Speaking of, when I was five, I dreamt that my brother stabbed me. Right. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> See, it's all connected. Brothers killing each other. Spoilers. <laughs> Speak next episode. <laughs> Good segue. Good segue. Next episode is, turns out the song, the track is called Poor Poor Joseph. Yeah. 
I didn't we, we realize I've got a lot of things to say about that phrase. Yes. And this is actually I'm excited for because it, it has changed drastically throughout the years. And also we get to see Maria Friedman without her blazer. <laughs> because she, see, she was taking it off at the end of this bit. So now she has it off. <laughs> She's here for fun in the sun. And Joseph is gonna die. <laughs> poor, poor Joseph. Poor, poor Joseph. Thank you very much for listening. Join us next week for all of that. Goodbye. Bye.